Cooking Podcast, the third of our long-form interviews for the season. In honor of Cyclocross this weekend, Amy chatted with Puck Peterson of the Albison Phoenix team about her mountain bike season, cross season, and so much more. But before we hear from Puck, get to know her a little bit, this episode is brought to you by Zwift. Zwift is where gaming meets fitness. It's fun, immersive indoor gaming experience that makes it easy to keep coming back for more, which is absolutely true. It's an addictive experience. I mean, what's better than being able to ride your bike in the comfort of your own home? I personally love watching TV while I watch while I ride. I've been watching the new Game of Thrones show. Big fan of Matt Smith. And it's super cool that I get to do two things at once. I can keep up with my favorite shows and ride my bike at the same time. And I do get sucked into all of the gaming that is involved in Zwift, all of the different badges that you can get and compete, completing all of the different routes. It's really cool. No matter what motivates you, you can find the goal to keep you coming back to Zwift day after day. Thank you so much to Zwift for sponsoring this podcast. Now let's get to know Puck. Welcome to Freewheeling. Um, it's just me today because I'm here with Puck Pizza to ask her all about her multidisciplinary career. Uh, hi, Puck. How are you doing? Welcome to Freewheeling. Hey, good afternoon. Yeah, thanks. Yeah, I'm. Uh, I'm good. Thanks. Good. Um, and so as we're talking, it's a couple of weeks since the Mountain Bike World Championships, um, where you got second. Um, tell us a little bit about that. Oh, yeah, it was uh, it was such a cool race to ride with all the French fans. And uh, yeah, we did, uh, coming up to World Champs, we did lots of training with the team, uh, went on the altitude camp and uh, everything just to prepare for uh, for Worlds. And uh, yeah, I was so happy it uh, worked out with the podium spot. Yeah, and um, were you kind of happy with second? Was like, did you want more from the race? I mean, obviously everybody always wants to win, huh? <laughs> yeah. When I came over the finish, I was like, oh, second is good, but I wanted to win. Uh, but then later, when I got on the podium and stuff, uh, I uh, I felt how special it was. And uh, yeah, I got, the, yeah, Lina got the first. Yeah, she just was better that day. It wasn't an unfair uh, win or something. So uh, yeah, now I'm uh, happy that I got second. Nice. And um, just after that was the last World Cup of the season, but unfortunately you couldn't race it after testing positive for COVID. So you're fine now yeah. or, or recovered from that? Yeah, totally recovered now. Don't know how it will be uh, on the bike because I uh, didn't ride it yet. I'm uh, I'm in a rest week, but uh, I think it will be fine. Okay, good. Because yeah, you're looking ahead to the cyclocross season now, right? For sure. I'll ask you a little bit about that later, but for now, let's just go back to kind of how you got into the sport. So obviously in Holland, like it's a huge sport. Are you from a cycling family? How did you get into it? Yeah, I'm uh, from a cycling family for sure. Uh, yeah, uh, my mom and dad, they rode their bikes already, uh, but then they never raced or something. But yeah, my dad always went uh, into the woods with his friends. And uh, yeah, I wanted to do that too, of course, because uh, it looked really cool. So he took me, uh, yeah, me and my sister with him, uh, like in the weekends to go uh, off-road. And I loved it so much that I uh, went to a local club and then uh, also started like uh, road cycling, cyclocross and uh, started doing races. Cool. And so 
cyclocross and road, but you don't really do so much road now. Is that right? Yeah, not anymore. I did uh, road races when I was younger, but like when I got junior, the, yeah, I did um, more mountain biking. And yeah, the World Cups are, uh, of course, far away. So uh, it took more time and then the road just uh, faded away a bit. And obviously for those disciplines, you need a lot of skill. And I know I've seen firsthand you kind of playing around on the bike and all the things you can do. And obviously you're kind of one of the, I think the only women who can bunny hop barriers in the cyclocross races. Um, How did you kind of develop those skills? Like, was it just playing around or have you really like practiced a lot? Yeah, lots of uh, practice actually, because yeah, like uh, at the races, all the boys could always do the the cool tricks and I wanted to do that too. So I just uh, started practicing outside uh, to try wheeling and uh, everything. Uh, yeah, and I'm happy I did that when I was younger because now, uh, yeah, now the skills are quite easy to do and that helps a lot, uh, like uh, especially the bunny hop. It's, uh, yeah, it's way better if you can do it. Why do you think there aren't so many women that have the same skills? Yeah, don't know, actually. I think, yeah, when I, of course, when I was young and uh, watching cyclocross races, uh, yeah, when you see uh, yeah, the men do it, you want to do it too. And it was, it, yeah, it was so booming to, uh, to do those kinds of tricks. Maybe also the, yeah, my friends I grew up with, it was really a thing to do bunny hops. But yeah, I'm for sure. I think when girls are now looking at TV and see like uh, me, Anik, Anna, all bunny hop, they will do it too. Yeah, because I guess it's I think of like when you were getting into the sport, were you, did you have like women that you looked up to or were you looking, because you mentioned kind of watching the men do that. Who were your idols kind of coming into the sport? Uh, I think uh, the biggest idol was uh, Marianne Vos and uh, still is, of course, because uh, yeah, she won everything uh, when I... Uh, when I watched uh, the racing and in the uh, mountain biking, Yolanda uh, Neff. Pretty good uh, role, mo- role models to have. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I know obviously the mountain bike season is fresh in your head now because that's just finished. But take me back to the cyclocross season last year because you were on a bit of a kind of, well, you were going really well and you were, I think, was it third overall in the, World Cup, yeah. which for a rider at 19 at the time is really impressive. Um, how did you kind of prepare for that? What Just talk to me a little bit about that. Yeah, well, I think over the past few years, like every year in cross, uh, my results have gotten better. Like first year, junior, I got like just outside of top 20 and second year I could get in top 20 a bit. And then last year... Yeah, it just really went one big step up again. Uh, and I was, yeah, I was so happy about it. I didn't think before it, it, it could work. Like my goal in the season was to ride top 10s. And then uh, quite fast, I adapted it to uh, top five. And before I already thought, yeah, I will go just only ride the World Cups, like not do too much, not burn myself out. Because it knew, I knew it would be a long season. And then... Yeah, I think for me, it was really nice to have like two goals, like the World Cup and then Cyclocross Worlds, so that I didn't have to focus on like any of the other races. And I think other girls maybe had to switch between like uh, different races. 
And I think, yeah, it really helped me to do just just the World Cup and uh, just give it everything, every race. Yeah, because I guess it must be hard to balance doing two disciplines at such a high level. Um, and I, you talked about Marina Voss being someone you look up to. And obviously we know that she spent some time away from the sport because she kind of burned herself out. So do you kind of look at that stuff and learn from it and make sure that you're not doing too much, taking too much on? Yeah, I think so. It's, uh, yeah, also this season, I won't be doing like double weekends much because I just think it's better for the long run to not do too much now. Like I can always go back to cross and ride full season if I want, but then that has impact on my summer season on the mountain bike and I don't want that. So yeah, I'm already trying to be really smart about my races now. So then in the future, they'll be okay. And also like, in between the seasons, I have like rest periods and uh, stuff to yeah to separate uh, the two things from each other. And with the two disciplines, do you kind of take things that you learn from cross into mountain bike and vice versa? How do they kind of complement each other for you? Yeah, I think yeah, it's of course both off road. So that's for the technique. It's really nice. That's whole season, yeah, whole year around. You can do like the high speed corners and stuff, but. It's different. Like mountain biking, it's more yeah, four minutes intervals and then a bit of a rest in the downhill and cross is just full gas all the time. And I think that's why like for the roadies, cross is a better suit because it's like constantly uh, powering on the pedals. But with cross, you have to be so much more gentle with your bike. Like on the mountain bike, you just go off the rock garden, almost don't look and then it will be okay. And in cross, yeah, if you... Don't look well enough in the corner. You're already on the ground because, uh, the, yeah, because yeah, the tires are so small, of course, and you don't have any suspension. And I think for mountain biking, that helps me to be a bit more gentle with the bike and don't uh, crash that much. Yeah, interesting. Okay, and on going to the, onto the mountain bike, um, what kind of made you want to focus on that? Because um, I, if I'm right, cross was kind of like your main thing initially or have you always balanced them both I could be wrong here I usually no, well like I started doing mountain biking with my dad but that was not competitive or anything and then yeah like at my home you couldn't really do mountain biking so I went more on the road and also then in winter cyclocross and then I think a few years later I started uh, mountain biking again wait what <laughs> well, what was the question <laughs> have you always done both or is mountain biking a bit oh, more yeah, recent yeah. no no yeah like I've always done both uh the combination of them both too but normally it was more like cross and road that I did and then later like uh, when I got a bit older I yeah got to focus really on the on the mountain bike okay um, and if you had to choose between one, actually, which would you get? I know that's a really hard question. <laughs> <laughs> People always ask. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's hard. It's hard. Like, it both has its charm. It's charm. Like, it's all both, yeah, really nice, I think. And, but I think I like the, the traveling and mountain biking. I really like that, that you come such, uh, yeah, on so many different places. And it's more international. Uh, yeah. So leaning a bit towards mountain biking, maybe. Mm. But <laughs> it's, okay. uh, yeah, like 
when cross is coming, I get so excited about it already. And then, uh, then I'm like, oh yeah, now I'm ready for cross again. And at the end of cross season, I'm already looking forward to the mountain bike. So it's really uh, com- complimentary. Yeah. Well, that's really nice that you're always so enthusiastic to go from one to the other. Like, how do you kind of keep up the enthusiasm? Is it just because you enjoy it so much? Yeah, I think so. And also now, like, I have a rest week. So, yeah, you get to really look forward towards something and, like, work on your cross calendar and watch uh, maybe uh, some things back that I want to work on this season. And that really uh, gets the hype going. Nice. So that's what you do with your rest week. Look at bike races. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> pretty much. <laughs> what else do you do? Well, yeah, I think last weekend I watched like all the races there were on TV. And now, of course, the Vuelta is still busy and also for the women's. So in the afternoon, I'm good. But like throughout the day now, I try to go maybe on a little walk or something. And then, uh, yeah, my study started again this week. So I can work a bit on that. So I'm not a couch potato the whole day, luckily. <laughs> so what are you studying? Uh, I study human movement sciences. Oh, okay. It's like s- sports science stuff. Yeah, yeah. Like now I have sports psychology uh, as a subject. So yeah, really into in the mind of a sporter. And also like more neurosciences. So I need to learn, uh, yeah. Where are the neurons are going in the body and stuff? That's a bit more uh, time draining, but it's uh, yeah, it's uh, nice to learn. That sounds very complicated, and like I would never yeah, understand it. Yeah, it. it's too complicated, <laughs> I think. <laughs> I hope you're enjoying this chat with Puck, but I interrupt this awesome conversation because this week is also brought to you by Shimano and their new RX6 gravel shoe. Shimano's RX6 gravel shoes are versatile gravel shoes with a comfortable fit. They're offered in unisex, wide, and women's, so riders of all shapes and sizes can focus on fun of gravel riding instead of how their feet are feeling, featuring widely spaced lugs for stability off the bike and breathable materials. Shimano's RX6 shoes are ready for mud, dust, and mixed terrain of any gravel ride. Thank you so much to Shimano for sponsoring this episode. Now, let's get back to the conversation. Um, But is that something you're balancing then throughout the cross season too? Studies as well as racing and training? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All year round, I try to balance it. Like I, now my schedules that I do one year longer over my bachelor's, but it will probably be two because yeah, it's cross and mountain biking get more and more demanding every year with everything you want to do extra. Uh, Yeah, you need to train more hours every year. So uh, yeah, I'm taking it easy with the studies, but I like uh, yeah to do both because then yeah, I'm not sitting at home all day uh, doing nothing. Yeah, I think that's uh, it's always good to have some balance and different interests, no? Yeah, yeah. Um, just to go back then to to the mountain bike season that we've just wrapped up, um, what has been your highlight? I think I might know the answer. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think... Uh, yeah, I think I was uh, most excited about my win in uh, Liu Gang. 
that was uh, really a cool one because yeah I got beaten twice already in the World Cup before and I really wanted to win and then like in Liu Gang we made like a whole plan with the team where to do what and what to do so that I really raced with my uh with my head and uh, yeah I was so happy that that one uh, worked out yeah and alongside that you had did you podium at every obviously with the exception of Valdez did you podium at every World Cup am I right yeah, yeah every race yeah. every World Cup World Cup I wrote this year I uh, I podium yeah and so that's got you enough points. So for the listeners, the top five UCI ranked under 23 riders get the option to race with the elites the following year. Yeah. Um, so that put you within that. Uh, is that your plan next year to race with the elites? Yeah. Yeah. Now it's, uh, it's my plan. Like uh, if I want to go to the games in Paris, I need to ride elite next year and ride top eight, I think. So it will be a challenge, but yeah, a challenge uh, I'm up for. You like a challenge. I get the impression you might. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, so the, that's the the um, aim is to get to, to the Paris Olympics for mountain biking. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I mm-hmm. think it's a good uh, long-term goal for me. And uh, yeah, it's really nice to try. It will be difficult because, yeah, I have to ride in the top 10. And we also have, uh, of course, other Dutch girls that uh, want the same. So, uh, yeah, it will be an exciting uh, year next year. Nice. But first, cyclocross. So what are your goals for this cross season? Oi. Yeah, last year I rode like uh, the last cross races. I got on the podium every time. And I think for this cross season, I just want the podium too. I don't think uh, I can win uh, every cross year race already it's uh it's maybe maybe too difficult but it would be nice to be like consistent top five and uh hopefully consistently uh on the podium and kind of what who are you most kind of worried about when it comes to rivals and cross yeah like i think like last last year marianne and lucinda will be both really good of course uh but i think the Big dangers also coming from uh, Shireen and Sam. Because, yeah, I've seen how they wrote uh, this summer season. Shireen on the road, of course. Uh, and Sam on the mountain bike. And, yeah, <laughs> they were both uh, really strong. So I think it will be a difficult task uh, to ride against them. You and Sam are kind of like rivals a bit, no? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, no, it's yeah, good. It's, uh, it's a fun rivalry. Also, like, in the youth, I was also uh, always riding with Shireen every race. And then, yeah, it was always one got first, one got second. And yeah, it's just kept being that way uh, till now. So it's uh, yeah, it's fun to yeah, grow with each other also. Yeah, for sure. Um, and have you ever actually crossed paths with Marina Voss? Has she ever like given you any advice or anything like that? Yeah, it's cool to be like, when you have you when you're in the national team for Europeans and worlds, yeah, you get to talk to those people, and uh, yeah, then it's really cool. Of course, when like I first got into cross and got to be with the national selection, you were suddenly like having dinner with uh, with your idols, <laughs> that was really fun. And now last cyclocross season, it was more laid back when you saw each other because yeah, then you're uh, competitors, and yeah, you can yeah ask 
like when during recon, I'm not afraid to ask uh, anything about the course. That's cool. And is she usually helpful? Like, is she good with that stuff? Yeah, yeah, for sure. I think so. Yeah, she has. I think the most knowledge of every cross racer, because yeah, she already did so much. Uh, so yeah, I think for sure when she has a tip, it's uh, it's the it will be the best tip. Yeah. And so like her or just kind of in general, obviously women's road cycling is growing so much with the Tour de France firm now and everything. Are you tempted to dip back into that at some point in your career? Yeah, I think so. It's, I think it keeps, yeah, it, it keeps the fun in it. If you can do yeah, what you like. And yeah, if I'm yeah, now I've such a goal with uh, the games for mountain biking that I won't be on the road, I think the next few years. But maybe after that, yeah, when uh, when that goal passed or is over, then yeah, go uh, go for some new goals. And I think it would be really nice to measure myself uh, on the road. Yeah. Yeah. Um. I mean, you've got plenty of time uh, in your yeah. career. <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> I'm sure. <laughs> um. Kind of on that subject, actually. Obviously, this is kind of a funny thing to ask someone who's only 20 years old, but. Have you ever thought about kind of, you know, when you're wrapping up your career, what you would want people to think about your career and what legacy you would like to leave? Ooh, big question. <laughs> <laughs> no, I haven't thought about it actually. Like, uh, no, it's for me so still so far away in the future. And like, normally I'm also not that good with like long-term plans. It's mostly like, oh, what is the plan for this upcoming cross season? And that's already in six months, like it's the end of cross season already. So it's, uh, I didn't think about it yet, no. But I'd like, of course, <laughs> to have some good results uh, under my belt. In like, yeah, in mountain biking, it would be nice to be at more than one Olympic game because I think then it really shows that, yeah, that you have a long, good career. Uh, but yeah, maybe I turn more to the road or maybe I go full cyclocross mode in the future. I uh, I don't know yet. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you've got plenty of time to worry about that and think about it. Um, obviously, at such a young age now with like your career ahead of you, women's cycling is growing so much. Um, what would you like to see? What's the number one thing you'd like to see more of? Because it's also interesting with you doing two disciplines at the moment that have a lot of equality in them. But road, maybe not so much yet. So it'd be interesting to see your perspective on that. What do you mean with equality? Kind of like, so in cross and mountain bike, the women get the same amount of TV coverage, the ah, distance yeah. and the, that sort of thing. Whereas, yeah, not so much in road, but yeah, just the growth, I guess, in the yeah. sport. I think for the roads, it will get there eventually by, yeah. Time needs to needs to pass. I think. I think the easiest, yeah. With cyclocross, the races of the women's are only like 15 minutes, so it's really easy to put to broadcast that on TV. And a road race is of course much longer. Uh, but yeah, it will get there. I think. And also, yeah, I think for cross, it would be nice to have more like that. It will become more international. I think because that's yeah makes the field more uh, diverse and makes it more difficult to be at the top. But yeah, I think for what cross is now, it's hard to like in mountain biking, we have 
little races compared to cross. So it's in mountain biking, it's easier to travel to everywhere, of course, and in cross not. So I don't know if it will ever happen for cross. Uh, yeah, I hope it's, yeah, now it goes so well with every part of women's cycling, I think. And I think, yeah, when the time is right, it will, will be fine on the road too. And also in cross and also uh, on the mountain bike. Yeah, hopefully. Yeah, it's going in the right direction. Sure. Yeah, for sure. Like now with the tour and the Vuelta getting longer and longer each year, it's just uh, it's a matter of time. Yeah. I'm curious to see what the duration of the tour will be like, like in a few years, if it will go get close to the three weeks of racing, but we'll see. Yeah. Would you want that? Would you race that if it was that long? Would you want to do that? <laughs> <laughs> it's a big challenge. I Very different to 90 minutes now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, I think it would be cool, like as an experiment, how it will go, like uh, with such long straight stages. But I also think like last year's tour, we also we already saw like such big gaps after only one week of racing that I don't know if it's really necessary to see who is like uh, the best at uh, multiple stage uh, races. Yeah. Yeah, longer isn't always better. It doesn't have to be exactly the same, huh? Yeah, yeah. Um, and so you've got a rest week now. When does the cross season actually start for you? When's the first race? Uh, the week before Tabor, I write uh, like a race in the Netherlands. And then I directly start with like all the World Cups again. So unfortunately, won't go to the United States this year, like it is last year. But... After that, I'll probably write like about every World Cup uh, there is. Okay. So, yeah, not going to the, the US races, is that was that your decision to kind of limit the travel or what was behind that? Yeah, I think the idea is more that like the cross season is, yeah, it, it's Worlds is in February, beginning of February. So maybe if I do too much now or like, get sick uh, when I'm yeah, during the travel when I'm there uh, I'm more tired for when like the big races are uh, coming in the February so it's just yeah a precaution actually to not burn myself out immediately at the beginning with the jet lag so uh, yeah yeah I'm bummed that I can't race there because last year I really liked it there but I think for now, it's the, the right decision to take it a bit more easy, especially after like all the traveling in the mountain bike. Yeah, for sure. And you've got a world title to defend in February now, so you've yeah, got to be for sure. <laughs> ready. You need to be on my A-game. Yeah, for sure. Okay, well, thanks so much for, for joining me today. And... Um, all the best for the cyclocross season. We'll be watching. We actually had like, we tried to do a little bit of cross coverage on freewheeling last year. We don't really know what we're talking about, but we were very excited about how well you were doing and <laughs> nice. watching you body hop and everything. So um, yeah, best of luck with that and enjoy the rest of your rest week. <laughs> Thanks so much.